I hear the answer right in the question because it's, the answer is being, be accepting to what you are now, to this moment. And when you're on the road, on the, the path, don't get um, caught up thinking about the goal, the fruits. You, each step is, uh, is full. Hey, what's up? How you doing? It is your boy, J to the mother in B with For the Vibes, a Reggae 360 podcast. I just wanted to say what up. We're going to have a banger of an episode today. Okay, I'm going to let you know what you're getting yourself into in a couple moments here. We're going to queue up an interview slash conversation we had with Howie Spangler of Ballyhoo. Man, how he dropped some gems on us. That guy is super inspirational. He's a legend. And speaking of that, okay, for all you people chirping me online, saying I get nervous when I talk to these big reggae rock artists, you're damn right. I know what you're thinking. JB, you're famous. <laughs> you're famous, John. You're damn right I'm famous, all right? But I still get nerves when I meet my idols, these people whose music I've been listening to for years and just it's so crazy that reggae 360 has afforded me the opportunity to actually talk to some of these like insanely creative talented people and how he was one of those people so you might hear your boy cheese out a little bit you might hear me uh you know come off a little too eager but the truth is man it was just an honor to be able to talk to uh such a legend and we're gonna cue that up it's a great conversation after that me and my boy evan are gonna jump in and we're gonna go ahead and just talk about all the new music that came out the last week we're going to talk about it review it play a little clip it a little snippet okay we're going to flip it and rip it and dip it okay we're going to do all that so stick around after the interview get a little taste of the reggae 360 boys doing our thing tune in next week for another fire episode and follow for the vibes on instagram let us know what you think let us know what you want to hear let us know who you want us to talk to let us know if we're doing a good job. Let us know if we're helping you get through your day. Connect with us. Talk to us. We'll talk back. We're here for you. And on that note, your boy, Howie Spangler. We hit the road back in 2006, building up a fair base brick by brick. We were sleeping in the van. Was singing all the songs Felt like a dream and it was moving right along So we signed with the label and things were looking up We were running on empty, started filling up our cups But soon we came to realize that a deal was corrupt They did nothing but take our money while the doors remained shut In times like these it's hard to stay resilient And then a plot twist when we signed for a million Yo, 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 it's your boy JB with Reggae 360 This is our podcast for the vibes, I'm your boy JB. I'm here with a very special individual, Evan 
catch him rocking a soccer player haircut, catch him doing tricep dips upside down at the gym, wearing an extra small t-shirt, catch him wearing the, the latest, greatest Jordans, catch him in line to get a brand new iPhone. Evan, how are you, sir? Man, I'm doing good, JB. It's, a, it's another day. We're here. We're above ground. I think we're doing phenomenal today. Yeah, it's another day. It's the best day. It's the greatest day because today is a beautiful day, Evan. And I'll tell you why, man, because we are blessed with the presence of an even more special individual. Catch him on HowieSpangler.com. Catch him producing and mixing for the next up-and-coming band. Catch him on tour with the Always Fire Ballyhoo. Catch him at Reggae Rise Up. Catch him sitting back enjoying the success of his first solo EP, The Force of Habit. Catch him podcasting on Tales from the Green Room. Catch him cooking something special up for the year 2020. Mr. Howie Spangler. How you doing, Howie? Well, that was like the best intro I've ever had. <laughs> yes, dude. Yes. I like it. That's a strong that was, start. That's that a strong epic start. as fuck. Yes. Yes, dude. I like it. That makes me stoked. I'm stoked. Evan's stoked. Howie, I imagine you're stoked as well. But just in case there's any question... Paint a picture for us. Let us know where you're at, what's going on in your life right now. Let the people know what's happening in this beautiful moment. Yeah. Um, well, I'm, I am stoked, as you mentioned. Yes. And uh, <laughs> I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be alive myself. I'm happy to just be working all the time and just grinding, man. I don't ever stop. It's just no, I love what I do. No. And, yes. Um, you know, it's uh, currently... My daughter came and woke me up this morning because uh, the elves on the shelves uh, got into their toothpaste and mouthwash and toothbrushes this morning on their kitchen on their bathroom sink. So I had to go help them uh, clean up the elves because they're not the kids aren't allowed to touch the elves or the magic goes away. <laughs> you hate so to see that. You hate to, to have, see that. They have to have a, one of us come in and uh, take care of that. But so that's been nice. fun every morning waking up and seeing nice, the elves dude. are done. <laughs> well not dude you, you mentioned you're you're always working you you are an absolute content machine and a family man as well you you just uh as you just referred to and and uh one, one thing actually before we even jump into it you mentioned uh when we were setting this up you were getting coffee i'm a big coffee guy dude i need two cups of coffee first thing in the morning just to get going howie what's your coffee game like what do you what do you drink what's your go-to you k-cup guy aeropress guy talk yeah to us. I, I do the k-cups you know i do the k-cups i don't have time to do all the the, the press you're a busy man the, the you know grinding the beans and all that stuff but it'd be great maybe one day but at the moment <laughs> i gotta get i gotta get up and going i don't have time yes you know what i'm saying so like let's just uh let's just get this going i, I just go with a medium roast you know nothing too fancy um sometimes i'll, I'll go on amazon and see what they've got but typically just kind of the i mean i've been rocking the great value lately dude it's just you know okay. whatever it's you know um they got like 96 of them 96 k cups for like 24 dollars. so I, that usually lasts me like a while dude, respectable so. respectable coffee game i like it yeah <laughs> um <laughs> i'm not i'm not a i'm not a crazy hipster when it comes to i'm not a crazy hipster about anything really but especially coffee i just just give me just give me some black coffee in a cup as long as it's not sludge that's what I'm saying. You know, get the get the juices flowing, man. Get that get that get that black drink <laughs> first thing in the morning, you know, man. Get it's get after it's it. nice because like I don't I don't feel like I need coffee. I've definitely gone days where I'm like I'm fine. I it's more of like a 
like a habit thing, you know, where it's like you just wake up and it's like I'm kind of missing it if I don't have it. Like I'm like, oh man, I kind of wish I had a cup of coffee, but yeah. it's not. It, I don't need it to get me through the day. There's certain days, of course, you know, where I'm like, you know, we're on tour and it's just like the grind is exhausting. So yeah, but uh, well, you know, listen, two, I'll tell you this, man. I, uh, yeah, I walked into Evan's house today where we're recording this podcast and I asked him if he had any coffee and he said no. He had. Powdered caffeine. That's what I was offered. It's unacceptable, Evan. Powdered caffeine. Powdered caffeine. Yeah, I, I use a, a, a grape-flavored caffeine powder. Jesus. Yeah. These these young kids, Howie, I tell you, man. Oh, Evan's. Man. how old are you? 27. 27. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Um. Anyways, Howie, we're not here to talk about coffee, man. We're here to talk about you as an artist, as a producer, as a revolutionary, like I feel there are very few people in the reggae rock genre that are leveraging social media and the ability to create content and the ability to do things like podcasts, videos, live streams, uh, as much as yourself. And, and you're really, uh, you're creating a wave and it's, it's, it's awesome. And I think anyone that hasn't listened to your podcast yet needs to do it because, it's a, it's entertaining. B, it's just awesome to listen to you talk, man, with all of your experience and knowledge. And C, it's like, a, a, it's like an encyclopedia for new artists, for new bands, for really anyone that's interested in the music industry. I mean, I, I think if you kind of like, you know, in the Chappelle show, there was a skit where this dude was about to do something and an older dude just jumped out of nowhere and said, don't do that. That's five to 10. Like, <laughs> I feel like you just like, you're that guy. You jump out and you're like, don't sign that deal. That's a mistake. Cause I did it. I lived it. Like you just give advice, uh, to this younger generation. And, um, and that's awesome, man. I'm, I'm, I'm curious. Can you, can you talk about how this doing this podcast, what kind of an experience that's been for you? What kind of response, what kind of, you know, cool feedback you've gotten and, and kind of, you know, what your mission is with it. Yeah. Um, the, the, the pod was something that I'd wanted to do for a long time. And, uh, I was, I was sort of like, like with a lot of things, especially like when it comes to like creatively, when you know, it's going to go out to the world, you know, there's that little bit of like, uh, you, you, you kind of wonder what everybody's going to think and, uh, you know, friends or family or whatever. And, uh, is this even going to be worth it? Is, is anybody going to care? Um, and I have, I definitely have those moments, you know, we kind of like feel like melted ice cream, just kind of like, uh, no, nobody's going to listen, blah, you know? And, and then, uh, I just decided to do it one day. I was like, uh, fuck it. I'm just going to record myself talking about how to start a band, like just, and maybe the things that I would have done differently, you know, looking back and, um, starting a band is, is fun, but there it's, there is especially today there's a lot that kind of goes into it like as far as like uh make sure you're you have good players and make sure there's a kind of there's a look there and there's you know you have like a focused kind of sound like things like that make sure you pick a cool band name something that doesn't sound ridiculous and um you know which my name our, our band name is like the worst band name ever but um <laughs> So, you know, that's one thing I wish, I kind of wish we would have changed. Like, I, it's a, obviously it's, it's, it's part of my life and, you know, it, it is what it is. But sometimes I'm like, man, why did, fuck, why did I just change that shit before anybody knew who we were? <laughs> but, uh, so stuff like that. And I, I put it out and, um, and it got some, got some love. And I was like, all right. So I was kind of feeling it. And I ended up doing like, like the first like seven or eight episodes, I did them pretty quickly, kind of rapid fire. Like, in, in yeah. a couple of weeks, I had just, I had like 
six or seven, maybe eight episodes. Um, <clears throat> and uh, the, the word started getting around. People were listening. And um, now I'm, I'm, I'm approaching episode 100. Uh, it'll be February, end of February marks two years of the podcast. And um, it, it's, it's been great, man. Like the, I get people at the merch table almost every night now when we're out there after the set, you know, either wearing a Tales from the Green Room t-shirt or, you know, just, just complimenting me and saying how much value they're getting from it. And um, even like the people that, that aren't artists, uh, you know, that just, just regular listeners, they find it interesting. You know, they, they, they don't know that they didn't realize the things that, that we go through as touring bands um, because it, it's, it's pretty, you know, brutal at times. And, uh, it, it's kind of nice to, to bring these things to light in, in an entertaining way. Like I, I, I like to, I, my personality, the way I am, I just, I, I like to be goofy and, you know, uh, I always put a funny spin on things, but, um, it's just been a lot of fun, man. And I, like, I want it to be like, every band should have, there's a rite of passage. And to me, that's, you know, touring in a van, sleeping on floors, eating shit food, um, you know, staying at, staying at random weird people's houses, <clears throat> not getting paid, um, you know, things like that. I think every band needs to go through that because um, you need to be able to appreciate it when things get good, when things get better, when you're staying in hotels and like you're actually making money and um, people are listening to your band, like things like that. You need to be able to look back and say, oh, you know, look at all that. You can look at all the the craziness that you went through, the the misery that happened and, and the brutal times. And you can appreciate all of it because you're here now, you know? Um, and it's also to a- avoid certain pitfalls and mistakes that are just like things that are really dumb and, and can be devastating at times that aren't exactly necessary uh with that rite of passage stuff I was just talking about, like things like the van catching on fire. Like I don't, I don't wish that on anyone, you know, like that kind of stuff. Like that happened to us on our first tour, a van caught on fire and, and it was very scary and weird. It was like, it all happened in a, in like a minute and a half. It was very fast. And, um, so, you know, things like, uh, don't do 90 when you're hauling a trailer. I mean, you shouldn't be doing 90 anyway, but especially in a van with a trailer on it and through the mountains and, you know, because you could blow your transmission and then the transmission sprays all over the undercarriage and under the back of the trailer. And then eventually that hot exhaust ignites that flammable <laughs> liquid and you have a fire in your van, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's just, it's just a fun way to explain and sort of kind of help people along the way. And it, it seems to be working. Um, and I'm just, I'm proud of it. It's fun. It's fun for me. It's, it's liberating. It's different from the band. You know, it's just my own thing. And, um, it's been, it's been great to do. And I've gotten to talk to a lot of interesting people and a lot of people. I, I started calling my friends, like people that I knew <laughs> in the genre, you know, like, oh, yeah. uh, so, and they are some of the biggest episodes, you know, with like Rome Ramirez and Eric Rockbody yes. and Micah yes. Pichel and all these guys, you know, it's, it's, it's been a lot of fun. And, and the best part is that um, everyone's story is like the same at the, the fundamental level, like the ground mm-hmm. level. It's all about everyone's story is grind, 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 you know, and write, yeah. write, write. Just keep writing and keep recording, keep putting things out, keep touring. And eventually 
shit's gonna happen and and that's what's happened with all these bands you know everybody's yeah. everybody's story's a little different yeah. in how it came up but it's the fundamentals are there if you work hard and you're you're driven and you stay focused and just keep doing you and stick to your guns you know there's a real chance at at, at greatness yes yes dude that's awesome man that dude i'm motivated right now you know, Howie, one thing I think about is I think you got to work hard because if you're not, somebody else is working harder than you that's going to get after it. I mean, you can't just make music and expect things to happen for yourself. Like, you got to make the phone calls, send the emails, go out, play shows. You know, I mean, it's it's a lot. What's the saying? Talent beats. No, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. Yes, that's an old football analogy, dude. I like it. It's true. Yeah, that's how it is. It, it It's true. It's a. Uh, you know, even when you're, even when things are great, when things are going well and like you're, you feel like you're, you've really accomplished something. Yeah. Take a minute, soak it in for sure. But you can't rest. You can't rest, you know, that you're not done. You're never done. The work is never done. Things are changing constantly. The way people take in, take in, uh, media nowadays with videos and, and the way we stream and, you know, it's a different world than it was when I started, you know, and we've gone through like several iterations of sort of like the way people consume, you know, and, yeah. um, you know, cause it was CDs in the nineties and bands were on major labels and, um, you know, that was sort of the goal. And, and then suddenly Napster came and upset everything. And, and then Steve Jobs came in and was like, all right, well, fuck that iTunes, <laughs> you know, and, we're going to yes. cut down on the piracy. And, and then it was the iTunes downloads. And, and now it's like Spotify's like, fuck that streaming. And, and now everybody's streaming, you know, and everything's changed. The business model is different. Um, you got to have somebody in the band that knows how to do this and knows how to navigate social media and, um, you know, and just sort of deal with the world that we live in. And the bands that like, uh, you know, those big bands like Tool and, um, I think Metallica for a while and Zeppelin and the Beatles, all those bands that, that like were used to that, used to that old business model and streaming came along and they're just like, no, we're not doing that, you know? And then they, they withheld their, their stuff, their catalog from the streaming services. Like tool just did it this year, just a few months ago, you know? Yeah. Um, it's like, you have to, you have to jump on, but even those bands did it. So you need to jump on board. You need to embrace the future you know, and anybody that's like upset about not getting paid, you know, what they would have gotten paid for me. Like, I remember thinking like, I, I used to be, yeah, that's, that's kind of fucked up. Like we're not getting paid what we, what we should get paid because of streaming they don't pay as much. It's like not even a penny per stream. And then I'm thinking to myself, like, why well, didn't even fucking get paid last time? Even with the old model, you know, like it wasn't like we were getting, making <laughs> thousands and thousands of dollars, you know, um, it, it's, it's, you just have to you just have to work harder because the the playing field has been leveled and it's very saturated you just have to have that's why you have to have a a great live show um your music better be really good and you better have some charisma and you better know how to connect with your fans you know because you need their love you need those people you need that those communities out there of like super fans that are going to listen and and spread the word you know otherwise you're just dead in the water in 2019 going into 2020 that's what i think damn dude that is 
that is just priceless advice. That is that is knowledge. That is science. You dropped some science on us, dude. That's that's golden. It, Howie, the, one the thing with community, pudding, man. man. Yeah. What's that? I said, man, one, one thing with community, so many artists we talk to on this podcast, you know, whether we're warming up, when we bring up different people out there, I mean, it sounds like, man, everybody knows you. It's like you've got, you know, your, your fingers in the scene still. You're still doing a lot of work. And I, I don't know, it just seems like you're a guy that's still really connected with the scene from the top to the bottom, you know? Well-respected and well-connected. Yeah, I mean, you try to, you know, I'm, I'm like, I encourage uh, all the bands that are coming up to um, get involved in their communities. Like, you know, we have the Bally Hooligans page. That was like, I didn't even start that page. That was, that's like sort of owned by the fans. And I'm just, I'm just there. And I'm just there hanging out. I encourage all these artists to get involved in those communities and talk to, with, with these people because those are your biggest fans right there. Those people are the ones that are, you know, buying your CD that's it's a dead technology they probably don't even have a CD player anymore but they're buying it because they love you and they support you and they want to see you do well you know and um, you need to get in there and mix it up and make yourself accessible you need to be at the merch table every night um, or or doing VIPs or something do meet and greets you know you need to be meeting with these people um, I also encourage artists to go into the other bands fan pages like the you know like i i joined revolutionaries this year i joined um i'm in the uglies nation you know just i'm in there and it's like and and the here here's a great tip don't go in there and be like what's up guys check out my band everyone hates that people <laughs> hate it and they will go out of their way to make sure they don't check out your music you know yeah it's it's a it, it for some reason we have this weird thing uh, against like spam and and we want to be like uh <laughs> we want to be like in spite of it like well, I'm not checking it out because he's all spamming his band you got to get in there and 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 be organic and just start talking and make friends like and then eventually be like oh dude I just put out my record I'd be great for you to I'd love for you guys to check it out if you get a chance <clears throat> you know and what I've found is that like all these bands we we've we share we share fans you know yeah. everybody's everywhere um, this this scene this this reggae rock scene since the the late 2000s has has been interlocked in some in, in many ways like you'll see people at the Ballyhoo show wearing stick figure shirts and vice versa you know people at the 311 show wearing Ballyhoo shirts um, it's just it's a very interconnected community uh, there's something about the music that that um, there's a common denominator there. Um, and maybe it's love, maybe it's just, you know, a, a, a positive experience, you know, most of the time, the, the, the bands that are in, that are in the genre are like cool people and they just want to play and they love their fans and, you know, I don't know. So I just encourage people to get involved. If you're an artist, you need to be mixing it up with your fan base and getting to know them, you know? Hell Yeah. No, that's a, uh, that's awesome, man. And just in talking to you, I, there's there's no <laughs> there's no question as to why you've been so successful. Howie, listening to the way that you talk about doing this, you you seem like you have just an intense drive. Like, and that actually leads me to my next question for you: is 
how do you how do you stay driven, man? Because you've been doing it for so long. Like you said, there have been so many different iterations of how people consume music. The industry has changed. Bands have burned out. Um, every, the whole landscape has changed. And just time and time again, you have been able to just adapt and, and stay motivated. So just like on a personal level, how, how do you keep that drive? How do you keep that motivation and that mindset of, of you know, pushing forward? I mean, I got to imagine it's easy to burn out. It's easy to get discouraged. It's easy to get pissed off. But somebody like yourself that's achieved the highest level of success, like how do you do that? How do you stick to your, as you say, stick to your guns and, and just keep moving? Um, being driven is, uh, I mean, I, I guess it's a, I guess it's a gift to be, to be driven about something. Mm -hmm. Um, but for me, you know, how do I keep going? It's because I can't live without it because it's something that I love and I enjoy. I align myself with on this. I put myself on this path when I was a kid, you know, I was lucky enough to know what I wanted to do when I grew up and I started, you know, my band when I was 14 and I, I knew that I wanted to be in a band when I was like six and that was because of my dad. He took us to these concerts, you know, to see Rat and Poison and Tesla and Kicks and Def Leppard, you know, and um, I thought it was the coolest thing ever and it's, it's not many people have that when they're young, they don't know what they want to do. I know people that still don't know what they want to do, you know? And, um, and that's, that's okay. It's not, you know, but it's an, it was an advantage for me because I was able to focus and just, and like, I didn't let things like relationships, family saying, I need to get in the military or go to college. Like I didn't let any of that stifle me. I was like, Nope, sorry. Like I was breaking up with people, you know, because I'm, I'm not settling down. I'm, 20 years old. I'm not, I'm not going to have kids and get married. Sorry. Yeah. You're out of here. You know, this is what I want to do. Um, you have to really, really want it. And if it's, and if you don't, if you're doing something that everything gets exhausting, everything gets frustrating and stressful, no matter what you're doing. Okay. Even if it's the, you love the thing, the thing you love the most, it's going to get crazy and hairy and you're going to want to like throw in the towel sometimes, you know? Um, but I always come back to it. And if it's something that you're not excited about and it, it just, it, it's, it can, it is going to make you even more upset, you know, and you're going to be disappointed when the money's not rolling in. But <clears throat> if it's something that you love and you really enjoy, you're not focused on the money. The money comes like organically. It comes as you grow, money just starts coming. It starts <clears throat> showing up. You can't say, okay, I'm going to make, you know, 10 grand this year playing music. You can't say that. You just have to go out there and do stuff. And everything sort of naturally falls into place, you know. Um, that's how I stay driven. It's, it's just, I just love what I do. If you're doing something that you don't love it and you're not going back to it every day, that's not the thing you're supposed to be doing. That's, that's my opinion. Damn, dude. That's... That's uh, that's passion, man. That's awesome when you, when you see somebody that's truly doing something with the, you know, that they love and and have has found their way, um, and and that's that's just so cool, Howie. I, I respect that. I respect anyone, no matter what they're doing in life. If they love what they're doing, then they're gonna kick ass. That's just the the way things work, and and uh, that's so cool coming from you, man. And and actually, kind of to switch gears from. 
from that and going back to kind of earlier, you were talking about the reggae rock industry, the reggae rock genre, I guess, and and kind of you said that there's a common denominator between these bands, and it's it's so strange, man. Reggae rock music, it's like you don't even have to sound have any kind of maybe you do have to have some reggae influence, but there's a lot of bands that you wouldn't you'd listen to them and you wouldn't associate them with reggae rock music but yet they're at the festivals they're you know playing shows with other bands that are you know affiliated with the reggae rock genre and and I'm just kind of curious man your your take on that it almost seems like you know it is what what is this genre man reggae rock it's so inclusive but at the same time like it's very well defined you see a lot of the same uh, bands and 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 Ballyhoo, man, you guys have such a unique sound. You could go in different directions. You could, um, you know, you could play rock shows and and not have any affiliation with reggae music, but you you have a little bit of that kind of vibe. And you certainly have some songs that are more heavy. But how do you define right? Like, how do you even <laughs> define that genre, man? I I'm curious your take on that. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. Like in in my mind, and this is just my the way that I see this the genre in my mind it's reggae rock to me is like is 16th notes on the hi-hat a kick and snare that's driving right and upstrokes on the guitar the skanks and just singing about life and it can get dirty it can be clean and that's the the cool thing about all of this um, is that there's there are so many flavors, you know, between all the bands that are, that are doing this stuff. Like there's a there's a West Coast sound, there's an East Coast sound, you know. There's a there's a the, the poly reggae, like the the bands like the Green and, and Common Kings, like mm-hmm. uh, they're you know the, the sweeter kind of poppy stuff, and then and then East Coast to me is like dirtier and sort of has more of a rock influence a lot of the time. Um, and I mean, you, of course the movement's East coast, but they, they've got more of a root sound, but, um, you know, and it's just, to me, it's just, it's just singing about life. Um, and just sort of focusing it through this, this lens of like just blending rock and reggae and punk and ska. And, you know, I, I don't know for, for us, um, I've never considered us a reggae band. It's, I've always considered us a rock band first, or like a like a pop punk band that mixes reggae and ska. We we have always based our sound off of like uh, the way Sublime did it. Yes, and that's just the music that I fell in love with: Sublime, Goldfinger, you know, Real Big Fish, and Suicide Machines, um, Operation Ivy. And uh, Rancid, you know, and that's the way that we've always done it. And, um, you know, there's not, there's certainly not one way to do it. I just feel like there, uh, there's, there's, there are so many bands that are just doing it in different ways and doing it and putting a cool spin on it. You know, there's, there's something for everybody. Um, I don't, I don't know if any of that, if that makes sense. I can't really tie it together for you, but. Um, yeah, I, I mean, probably I, think I, about this answer and have to have like a better sort of way to explain it. But I know. think you hit on it really well. I mean, anything you throw a skank rhythm in and you've got just that like upbeat drum that's just fucking really driving you there. I think anything that you can do that with. I mean, you can 
copy and paste other genres onto that so easily. Or even if you just have a verse that has a skank rhythm, you can do a chorus that's something totally different and bang, you've got yourself a fusion of two genres just like that. I think it's just so easy to fit reggae rock sounds with something else. I mean, it's kind of what makes it so fun sometimes, you know? Yeah, yeah, agreed. Yeah, it's uh, like... You know, when I first started writing songs, I was writing. I, I just found I just found a, a whole box of cassettes um, from the '80s and '90s, and uh, I went on Amazon. I bought like this uh, this USB cassette tape capture device. So I've been listening back to some of these tapes, and I found a tape of me in my basement with the amp cranked, and I'm just going through all these ideas that I had on guitar. I'm just laying down all these riffs. And it's all like it's 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 all Green Day ripoff, like just pop nice. punk, just fast guitar, and it was wild. There was like ten or twelve ideas, song ideas. Um, so so that's what it was when we started. And then when I heard Goldfinger for the first time, and then Sublime, I started incorporating the reggae sound, like the the skanks and um, stuff, into the pop punk stuff. And that's sort of where our sound ended up just sort of like pop punk reggae ska thing and um it was it was just fun for me to to mix it up and because the dynamic you know it's like you have the the reggae verses or ska verses and then you go into like a punk chorus you know with with big explosive guitars and then it, and then the verse verse two comes back to the skanks you know um i oh, always yeah. love the dynamic and and the it was so, once I figured out how to sing and play upstrokes at the same time, it was really hard at first. I, I couldn't get it. Um, <clears throat> I remember struggling with that. But once I figured it out, finally, it was just like, it felt so easy, you know? And when you're a kid and you're not thinking about how to write a song, like songwriting, like producer brain, like you're, you're not like, you're just writing, you're free. There's no, there's no handcuffs, you know? There's no like, well, it needs to be like this. Like, I mean, there's a little bit of that, but, but there was no expectation. We hadn't released a record. Like, we could do whatever we want. Like, there was, no, there was nobody waiting to hear what we were doing. You know, we were just in there. And it was very liberating. I remember looking back and just like, you, you're just writing. There's no, and, and the song was the song. Like, it, once, I once I felt like, okay, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus. Like, once I felt like it, those parts were done and I had a melody, you know, and I was just, I was spitting out lyrics, you know, because I didn't care. It was like, uh, I, I was just writing stuff about my life and writing love songs about girls that, that I wished I could be with. And, um, you know, it, it was, it was such a, such a fun time, you know, it was like the incubator, you know, I, I don't know. It, <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's, that's uh, where the sound came from. Yeah. It's interesting, man. I, I always, I always thought of like sublime as, as the originators of that sound. I remember watching a documentary where they talked about Bradley Noel as a child going to Jamaica with his father for a trip and, and seeing like Island reggae and then coming back with his band and playing that and experimenting with that sound. But even, even Bradley Noel talked about how like the Ziggins were a big influence on him or, or a uh, bad religion. So it really is a, a just a, a cool genre to, to to play around with and, and to kind of bend that fusion of of reggae into whatever sound and and uh, that's awesome hearing hearing it from you Howie your perspective on that so I, I'm actually curious looking at the genres of scene right the reggae rock scene 
um, you know, from my perspective, it's booming. It's never been better. I mean, we've got festivals um, throughout the year. I think the East Coast and the West Coast are, you know, they're, they're both thriving. Then we've got bands from Texas, like Autic Empire. We've got bands from Florida, like Article Sound System, Cashed Out. We've got, um, you know, people from New England, Joe Sambo, The Elevators. Um, we've got, you know, every we've got this, like, next wave of, of um, you know, really talented artists. And, and you know, people are people are connecting and it's just awesome to see. So I'm curious from your perspective, Howie, like where do you see things at for, in terms of the reggae rock genre? And do you feel like we've achieved the highest level or do you feel like there's room to grow? Like, what do you think this scene needs to kind of continue to grow and to continue to thrive? I'm, I'm interested in your perspective on that. Yeah. I mean, you're certainly right. There's uh, just the last decade has been very good to this scene. Um, I mean, to the point where I've seen in articles that, you know, people referring to it as American reggae. Um, and I think the reggae rock term is just always going to be there. <clears throat> um, but uh, it, it's, it's, it's been really fun to see. I remember sort of in the infancy of it, like, I want to say like 06, 07 is when I really started to notice when we went on tour for the first time with our second record, um, people were coming to the shows, people were singing, and and then here's Pepper, they're they're doing it. Expendables, slightly stupid, you know, every you could see it. I, I remember calling a radio station in like 2004 here, and I asked them to play because slightly stupid was coming to play a place called the Record Theater, which is like this really really fun club we used to play back in the day and um they were coming to play that that place and I, I called the radio station I was like hey can you guys play uh you know whatever by slightly stupid and they're like who's that like I don't we don't have anything by slightly stupid you know fast forward 10 12 years later it's people in my town that like I would never think would would know who stupid or revolution are or iration they're they're going to the shows it, it's it blows my mind i don't know if you can wrap your brain around that around that but like you know the the town that i live in is like um i don't know it's it, it just doesn't seem like because this 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 genre i thought was so under the radar that people didn't know what it was you know but now it's like with with streaming and like you know pandora and stuff and just getting out there like it's wild, man. I got I, there's people that I see on like the Facebook feed and stuff that I knew from high school. They're like, "Oh, going to the Revolution show." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> it, it's it's just a sign, you know. It's a sign that it's just it has grown. It's flourishing right now, and I think there is room to grow. I think there's, you know, there's there's more bands coming up, like you said. There's, you know, Bump and Uglies just had their biggest headliner ever last night in Baltimore, you know, and. uh they, I think I saw some big numbers for them in Pittsburgh a couple weeks ago. It's just, you can just see, you know, um, that it, it's happening. And I think, I think East Coast and sort of like Midwest, like, oh, like Ohio, like Tropodelic and bands like that. I think you're going to see, um, you're going to see those bands doing some, some big stuff. Like Cashed Out is a great band, uh, I think they're they're destined for greatness as well. They've got a good show, and um, you know, I just see like the the East Side kind of like now taking having its moment, 
you know, because it, the West Coast thing has always been been there for, for the last decade. But I feel like the, the East Coast, it's not that as a bit, it hasn't been underrepresented, you know, like the movement is killing it nowadays. Um, so I think that you're going to see a lot more of, of the East Coast sound kind of rising to the top as well, you know. Hell yeah. No, that's um, <laughs> that's so true, man. It's it's awesome um, from my perspective to have gone like five years ago going to you know a movement show at a little tiny bar in in uh, in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, and then you know seeing them you know and playing at the at Brighton Music Hall in Boston and completely selling the whole venue out like and the album they came out with this year is just was so incredible. So you're right to see that growth. And, and you mentioned a few tropidelic, uh, cashed out how those bands are just, just killing them. We've got bands like the late ones, even the West coast sound bands like Sensi trails. Like, you know, there's, there's so much to be excited about in this genre. And it's, it's cool from your perspective because you're still putting out music, man. This, this last EP that you dropped, the solo EP was fire man it was like any fan of ballyhoo that had the opportunity to listen to that ep was just absolutely stoked because it was it was just it was awesome man um and we're we're looking at this next year we're looking at 2020 howie i'm curious man can you can you give the fans a little bit you know can you tease them what what do you have in the works for 2020 what's something that that we have to look forward to in 2020 for yourself or for ballyhoo you guys dropping new music torn or or maybe maybe you know maybe that's all up in the area maybe you can't talk about it maybe you know you got to keep it on the deal i don't know but but i figured i'd press it man what's good what's what do we have to be excited about in 2020 well i mean if if uh you know if my socials lately and this ep lately is any indication um you know that people know if people that know me know that like i don't stop and that means the band doesn't stop. You know, we're we're obviously going to be working hard in 2020 as well. Um, the uh, we're going out this tour and uh, doing this tour with Iration in February. Um, we're doing One Love again, Th- third year in a row. They're having us back. I mean, I didn't think they'd have us back, but they they sent an offer. Um, so that that's going to be a great way to kind of kick off the the season. Um, we're uh, working on a record. We've been working on a record for. A while, I, I like almost a year. We've been working on a record, um, on and off, and uh, so there's definitely gonna be a new new album. Um, I'm gonna keep putting out stuff. I'll be working with other bands. I'm working with some bands right now. I got I got the new Bump and Uglies album that we're working on. Um, the uh, I'm working with a band called Educated Fools out of Baltimore. Yes, um, you know. So just it just like i said it, it never stops i can't stop like i just it's just it's fun for me like i wake up i get my coffee come down here and i just get to work you know um and uh yeah ballyhoo's going to be going to be doing some shit in 2020 for sure and i mean it's wild to think uh, next year is going to be 25 years of this Damn. band um and 20 years since our first record it's insane that's wild <laughs> like, dude we recorded our first album in April of 2000 and released it in October of 2000. And so 20 years of, you know, released global value music. It's, it's crazy. Congrats, man. That's, that's gotta be a good feeling. That's, uh, 
that that's amazing and and uh you know we don't want you to stop man we want we want you to keep we need you to keep going it sounds like you're not slowing down anytime soon um and yeah, man, uh, i just i just love it yeah yeah, yeah no that's uh yeah i fell in love with creation like mm. like making things i love to I, since i was a kid i I remember, I remember just like drawing or typing a story and reading it out loud to my parents or, or reading you know i was the nerd in class that wanted to read my report in front of everybody you know nice <laughs> like, i was the dorky guy that was like like let me t- let me read my story you know like <clears throat> i like pr- presentation and i just always like that and music ended up being the medium you know the 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 first it won first place you know um but i also like making videos and you know just everything since i was a kid i've just able to make it into a career and it's like that's to me that's the fucking dream that's the you know and i I wish like the reason part of the reason that i do this all this stuff all this content creation on youtube and the podcast and the music and all that is because i want people to see that it's possible you know i'm not rich but i'm happy you know damn i'm 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 i there's a great chance that i'm not going to be rich and i'm okay with that you know but I can sit here and I can make music and do the thing that I love to do and people are going to listen to it. And that that is such a gift, you know? And it doesn't have to be music. It could be anything. It, you know, just as long as you are focused on it, you know, time and pressure makes diamonds, right? Like you're, you have to, you have to understand the long game and know that it's gonna be, a, it's gonna take a while uh, for something to come off the ground, but if you love it, if you love what you're doing while you're doing it, you know the process of it, um, then it's it doesn't feel like work, you know. And when big things start to happen, it makes you super happy and super stoked, you know. So that's that's why I do what I do, and I hope that people get some inspiration from it. Um, you know, just me going on and talking about stuff. I want other people to feel like they can do that. You can start a podcast or a YouTube channel like nothing. You have a production studio in your pocket, you know? Yes, dude. Yes, Howie. That got me freaking pumped, dude. I love it. I love the motivation, dude. I am going to go back and listen to this episode whenever I need a little boost, dude, because you are absolutely just radiating positive energy man ambition dude it's like fuel dude i love it i could talk this shit all day dude yes <laughs> evan are you that's excited what, dude that's what i'm talking about man I, yeah, of course i'm excited man i just i'm happy to be alive i'm happy i'm happy to be doing this i've got a family like i can support them and it's just been uh an, an insane wild ride and yes um and i can't stress enough that if you just understand that it's going to take a long time you know but if you stay 100 percent focused on it like you gotta work you gotta you know <clears throat> you have to pay bills and you have to live mm. obviously you know you may be working a job that you hate um but you can whatever you're doing with your time outside of that you know to stop binging netflix and um, stop going to the bar, save some money. Don't buy a super expensive car. Don't, don't, you know, focus your money back into your craft and, and spend time on YouTube and watch free videos. There's a lot of really well-produced videos out there to learn how to do stuff. You know, 
it's just it just depends on how much you want it and how much you want to how much time you want to devote to it um it took me five years almost yeah probably six years actually to actually feel good about mixing a record you know i but i've been watching videos and since like 2013 about how to be a mixing engineer and how to record you know and i finally started doing that this year so it just takes time you just have to be willing to understand that and as long as you're as long as you're doing the thing that you enjoy it won't feel like work how you're a wise dude you're a wise man and and we're we're lucky that you're willing to just uh sprinkle that knowledge on us man, and 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 let that let that uh, experience you know fuel this this new uh, you know, the podcast and content that you have coming out where you're just sharing this with the world and, and, uh, we're appreciative, man. So, um, on that note, let's, let's just change the tone of this, this podcast, man. We've been blessed to get so many just rich answers from you, Howie, and, and so grateful for your time. And yeah, I know you're, you're a busy man, so we're not going to keep you on too much longer, but I'd like to jump into this last little segment we like to call rapid fire. Basically, we're going to say a word or a phrase, how you can just give us the first thing that comes to mind, like kind of word association. We're going to, we're not going to make it look bad. We're going to set you up for success, man. But just say, <laughs> we're going to say something and just boom, that first thing that comes to mind. You ready? All right. All right. I'm ready. Let's yes. do it. Evan, you want to, you want to kick off the, the first word? First word, struggle. Hardship. I don't know why. That's that's all I thought of. Hardship. hardship. Okay. Okay. Uh, I like do it. Do it. Yes. How about that? Do yes. it. Yes. I like that even better, man. That's I like it. Next uh next word. Perfect day. Family. Boom. Family. Family. I like it. Ev, you want you next. Pineapple. Grenade. <laughs> yes, dude. By the way, your merch that that uh the Tales from the Green Room merch with a with a pineapple with the two X's, fire. Absolute <laughs> fire. <laughs> I'm I, I might I really I might, like that design. Thank you. Yes, I'm gonna order some. I'm gonna order some shirts. I might do that today, man. I'm gonna look out for an order. Um Thank you. Next uh next up, Evan. Sunny Delight. Not real. <laughs> Not real. Not real Purple stuff. You, how are you striking me as, as maybe a health a healthy guy? Is that is that fair to say you're not a, a sunny delight drinker? I'm not the healthiest guy. I, no? I want to be the healthiest guy. I'm not, but uh, I try. I okay. try. I try. Right. To, I haven't been to the gym in a few weeks. I need to get back. I feel bad about that, and I, I eat a lot of cookies at night, and I shouldn't do that. Uh, Sunny D, no, look, Sunny D is tasty. I used to drink that shit a lot in the 90s, you know? It's tasty, but I don't oh, know. Yeah. I just don't fuck with it. Yeah. I'd rather drink that that Tropicana with a little bit of pulp in it. Oh, oh, now we're talking. All right, all right. <laughs> I like it. But uh, fresh squeeze is always the best. Come on. Fresh squeezed, baby. Uh, just like this podcast. Freshly squeezed. I love it. Um, <laughs> next one. And... And feel free to answer this one by shouting a few people out. You know, if the, if anyone comes to mind, if you want to give anyone a big up, you know. But the next word is 
Super fans. Holly, uh, Megan, they know who they are. Um, yes. Veronica, Lori, um, Ben, uh, Jay, Jay Lewis. Um, oh, God, top of my head. Oh, God, that's all. I'm drained. Yeah. Uh, no, we, those are just a, those are just a few, man. Those are just a few people that, uh, just support hard. Oh yeah. Like just, um, you know, they spread the word, they, they get it out. They, they're, you know, they're watching all like the Bally hooligans are currently watching all of my content on YouTube, on my channel to get me monetized. Like, I got like 20,000 minutes left to get monetized by December 1st. I mean, that was, sorry, December 31st. And they're taking time to watch the videos and consume so I can reach that goal. I mean, that's the kind of support, you know, you can't buy that, you know? That's, that, I, dude, that's I just amazing. I appreciate that so much, man. So hold on, 20,000 20, more hours and you get monetized on YouTube? Uh, no, so it's, you need, it's 20, it's roughly 20,000 minutes. Uh, so yeah. like you need, you need a thousand subscribers and you need 4,000 hours of watch time. And that breaks down to 240,000 minutes. 240,000 minutes. Um, <clears throat> so I'm currently at, it may have updated since this morning. I'll, t- I'll tell you right now. And is this, um, is this you or is this for Ballyhoo or who, who is it under? This is, this is for my channel, the Howie Spangler channel. Um, okay. Yeah. The values, the value channel has been monetized for years, but, um, yeah. Yeah. So like 365. Okay. And they go by a year. So like you gotta have 240,000 minutes or, you know, 4,000 hours in one year and a thousand subscribers to get eligible for monetization. Uh, and right now I currently have 213,136. So it's gone up a little bit. Uh, Dude, there you go. That noise um, in the background is yeah, me so, going to your YouTube channel right now. I'm going to be <laughs> streaming your shit all day. Ah, thanks, man. Yeah, so I need like, I need like seventeen, just under seventeen thousand more minutes, and uh, I'll be eligible. So, in the next like two and a half weeks. Dude, that's so, awesome. Yeah, thank you to all those people for that. It's amazing. The Bally Hooligans are the best. Love it. Shout out. I got I got sidetracked there. You can let's get back to your rapid fire. No, 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 <laughs> dude. That's awesome, man. Uh, shout out to the super fans and and uh, anyone that's listening. Go <laughs> to YouTube and subscribe to Howie Spangler's YouTube channel. It's dope and stream it relentlessly. I love it. Evan, next word. Next word is mixtape. Love life. Ooh. Okay. All right, we're just gonna leave that one right there. We're not. We're not even gonna go any further into that one. I love it. Dude. That's awesome. All right, <laughs> last word and your last obligation for the day that has to do with Reggae Three Hundred and Sixty. How you've been such a gracious person to join us. You've been just absolutely so dope and just unleashing your knowledge, your wisdom, and just your vibes on this freaking podcast, man. Thank you. The last word of the day is Reggae 360. Best reggae podcast I've ever heard of. Damn, dude. Damn. 
that that makes me happy. We're we're top we're, we're top one out of one. I love it, dude. Hell yeah. You guys are cornered the market. Yes. Well, listen, man, we look up to you and what you're doing. So you keep doing your thing with that podcast and we will strive to do better so one day we can achieve even a even a little bit of the absolute dopeness that you have going on with Tales from the Green Room. So appreciate you joining us, man. You made our podcast a little bit better today. So uh, thank you for that. And um, man, I'm just, I'm stoked to see what you have cooking up, man. I'm a big fan. Break it 360, we're big fans. We're going to follow you. We're going to support you. We're going to promote you. We're going to stream you on YouTube. We're going to do whatever we can, Howie. We love you, man. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for having me, man. I, I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, just stay stay positive, stay focused, stay driven, man. This is anyone anyone can do it. You just have to work really hard. That's it. Work hard. Love it. Howie, enjoy your day, my friend. Bless up. Thank you guys. Thank you, Howie. See you. Later, guys. Look what we started, we're on our way Baby, where would I be without you today? And I am in love with every word you say Your paragraphs and phrases keep my soul in place You're one around me if that's alright with you You always will excite me cause I'm a lot like you Look where we're headed Ladies and gentlemen That was Howie Spangler of Ballyhoo Evan, what were your thoughts on that conversation? Man, great to have a, a true legend of the scene speak to us uh, about a whole bunch of stuff. Man, that's a hardworking person right there. And, you know, somebody who's really, you know, come up from the bottom, just worked real hard, real motivational person to talk to. That he's been doing that forever, man. They've, yeah. they've been in the game for a minute. I'm motivated. I'm motivated and I'm ready to go, dude. I'm ready to rock. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Have yourself a little sip of that there bottle, Yvonne getting drunk in the studio i like it i respect it. anyways what what are we doing right now evan why are people listening to our beautiful voices in the second half of this here podcast let me go ahead and answer that question for you we are going to talk about the music that came out in the previous week okay wow. and we're going to do that next week and the week after until we decide to take another break like we did before we missed a bunch of good music but we're not going to go back okay never go back always forward Right, always. Um, okay, so new year, new us, huh? New year, new us, dude. <laughs> Sorry. Ah, uh, fuck. What's your New Year's resolution? Final. I'll ask the fucking question that you want me to ask. What's your New Year's resolution? Go. My New Year's resolution is to not miss a single new reggae rock song that comes out. Damn, good for you, dude. Congrats. I hope that goes well for you. Oh um, wow, a little condescending there. All right. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? Um, but you're right. It is a new year. And actually, let's be honest with the people. We're recording this on the second day of the new year. We recorded an episode 
um, on the final day of 2019, but we didn't think it was up to snuff. We didn't think it was up to the level that we want to deliver to you people. So we cut it. And we did it again, and that's what we're doing right now. Wow, John, getting honest with the people. This is different for you. This is really a new year, new you. Well, normally I like to lie because, like I said, it's show business. Who doesn't like to lie? (laughs) You know? All of my ex-girlfriends like to lie. (laughs) (laughs) Just Um, kidding. Um, Shit. All right, so listen, let's not keep people waiting any longer. Nobody wants to hear us talk, okay? They want to hear music. And let's start by talking about a video that dropped that was just so amazing, so powerful, so, ah, man, therapeutic, cleansing. These are words that come to mind when talking about this video, this band in Dubious. We work with them, Reggae 360. We we help with the management piece. We we affiliate with Indubious. We love Indubious. We love what they're doing, and they dropped a video. They premiered it on Reggae360.com. It's called Frequent See, Evan, go ahead. Let the people hear a little clip of that. Deeper, deeper down low. Deeper, deeper down low. Deeper, deeper down low. The eyes they are alike and told the spirit and the light will set you free The frequency Vibration is a link into the ancient code of love economy The currency There's power in the discipline of liberty so hold your ground Triumphant standing in the resonance of power sound You know what? Let me say this, man. If you're into self-development, self-improvement, if you're into consciousness and, you know, learning about who you can become and being more connected to, you know, just your 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 spiritual existence in this world, if you're somebody that, you know, thinks on a on a philosophical level, on a spiritual level, if you're in tune with who you are as a person and and uh you know, believe in, in, you know, being able to kind of evolve as a person and, and, you know, really strive for spiritual fitness, man. Like, dude, Indubious has amazing music that's so powerful and will touch you in a special kind of way. Not the way you're thinking, Evan, but you know what, man, that music just, it, it it's just like so in line with where I'm at in my life and trying to grow and develop as a person. And this video absolutely displays that. Watch the video, the 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 visions, the the uh, visual art in the music video is potent. It's just right on line with you know the message in the song, the message in the music, and Indubious is just uh, 
you know, they're so talented. Evan, what do you think, man? Back me up here, dude. John, I'll let music touch me in whatever way it wants to. I let the music flow through me. That's besides the point. Um, I agree. Indubious is conscious music. I also believe the actual music that they make is phenomenal as well outside the messaging. A couple things I love about it. You get that like deep bass electronic feel, but they've got a lot of live deeper, instruments. Deeper, down low. Deeper, deeper, down low. Oh, God, don't ever do that again. Not one dude. more time? Dude, circle, uh, point in your body where the music touched you. Uh, I don't feel comfortable right now. You know what does make me feel comfortable, though? One, Indubious. Two, other reggae rock music as well. Oh, man, you must be talking about our boy, Joe Sambo, man. He came out with a video last week. It's a cover of a Dirty Head song, Slow Down. And Joe Sambo crushed this, man. It's it's a video, and you got to check it out. Go to YouTube, check it out. But it's like... It's got the eight different boxes, each of Joe Sambo singing like a different melody, and it's just like comes together as this dope creation. I mean, this got some buzz, man. Like I saw the pier, uh, you know, on Instagram, dude. They're all the way out in California, um, showing Joe Sambo love, and, and and Joe's the guy from from New England, where we're from. So it's cool to see him, you know, get that coastal love and appreciation and support which he deserves. Um, so definitely check that out. Check him, uh, you know, doing a cover. Dirty heads, slow down. Evan, play a little clip of that. We're only here for a minute, so everybody slow down. Your life is beautiful. Let's all take a moment now. Let's just try to breathe it in. Let's go get some feelings out. Let's try to remember what it felt like to be young and free. Yeah, those days are gone. Sambo's got a golden voice. He probably has insurance on that thing for a million bucks, dude. For one billion dollars. One billion. All right, you can do that voice again. Yeah, man, Joe. Dude, Joe Sambo's cooking some things up for 2020. That I am positive of. And hopefully we can get it back on this podcast, man, because that's a talented, creative dude. And we love Joe Sambo. Check that video out. A couple of other videos dropped uh, just kind of you know, out of nowhere, just bloop, slid into YouTube and boom, there you have it, man. I'm, I'm bumping them. One comes from a, uh, an awesome company, Kaya Media, who they do very incredible uh, content and, and they're very much in tune with the record rock world and, and the people in it. And they dropped just an absolute, um, you know, amazing video with two of the most talented people. Uh, that we have out there and who I'm referring to is Zach Fowler of Sun-Dried Vibes, who you're going to be hearing a lot of in 2020, and also Austin Smith from Roots of Rebellion, an absolute beast when it comes to uh, music. Evan, why don't you go ahead and play a little clip of that? Let the people hear that. Never go away, but the vibe is here to stay. No matter what the naysayers say, love is on the stage. 
hearts embrace. Damn, you can tell that's live too, because you can hear the people talking in the back. And if I had been there, I would have said, Shut the fuck up. John. Just, sorry for yelling. John. Still, man, that was a cool video to check out. Kaya Media doing their damn thing. Speaking of doing your damn thing, Bunktown Falls. Evan, are you BTF, dude? Am I? I I'm not Bunktown Falls. No, are you, no, are you? Are you BTF, dude? I, I'm not Bunktown Falls. I mean, I, I talk to those guys all the time, but I'm, I'm not no, all the time. Not me. I mean, by all the time, I mean I've I've messaged <laughs> with them twice in my entire life. Oh, dude, you guys are homies. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, back. you guys go back to those two messages over the over social media. Yeah. No, I've actually had the pleasure of having a conversation with one of the members of Bunktown Falls, and I follow them very closely on IG because um, they're killing it right now, and, and they're coming up with some real new, unique music and, uh, you know, representing New York and, and just kind of coming through like a tidal wave. They've, they've got the sponsorship with Smoke Flower. They're... Uh, doing shows with some of the dopest bands out there, and they're really just paving a lane right now for themselves. And Reggae 360, myself, we are here to watch that, to support it, to do whatever we can. At Bunktown Falls, I imagine they're going to have a big 2020. Um, and, and they started out by dropping a live video. Evan, drop that shit. Ah, oh, you mother! You're taking your god. You're looking it up on YouTube. Look at this unprofessionalism. God damn. So that was just a little sprinkle. That was just a little, you know, a little taste. That was just a little bit of the flavor that you get if you go check that video out on YouTube. And keep in mind, these are live recordings. So this is like Inception. You're hearing a recording of a recording, okay, that was done live, right? Not in a studio, right? This is real gritty and raw, kind of like how Evan likes it, right? I mean, we're recording right now, so truly it's like a recording of a recording of a recording. We're just going deeper and deeper and deeper. I mean, is this even the original recording? Who knows even where we are or who we are right now? I don't know. Dude. <laughs> I'm lost. I don't know who I am or what I am or why I'm doing this. Evan, why are you the way that you are? Um, I think it's because of people like you, <laughs> honestly. But positive influences, good role models, mentors is what you're saying. Yes, precisely. Hey, anyway, so um, so yeah, that was that was a live video. Definitely, Evan. What was the name of that song, man? To, we we gotta we gotta we gotta plug them. We gotta let people know where to find what, what to search on YouTube. Bunktown Falls, Power and Sand, live at the Knitting Factory. The Knitting Factory. That's a that's like an iconic venue, kind of in New York. No, that's in Brooklyn. Yeah, it was, Did you it was say that's so spot. Brooklyn. That's in Brooklyn. It's so Brooklyn. It's pretty Brooklyn. Brooklyn. And what's more, what's more Brooklyn than a factory of knitting? You know, I don't know. I don't know Brooklyn that well. Apparently, 
Oh, um, dude, no, I've heard I've heard many a talented musicians have played there. I know Sundub, shouts out Sundub. Um, they played there, and a lot of good reggae artists. And it's cool to see Bunktown Falls burning it down. Speaking of burning it down, burning it down, burning it down. We got another talented up and coming group, the Vibesman Tribe. Also, they, another acoustic recording. Well, they did a whole EP. I mean, they did a whole goddamn. I mean, maybe you got to call it an album. I don't know. Maybe, but um, they they dropped uh, they dropped a, a, a concoction of live and acoustic performances. You have to check it out if you're a fan of the Weisman Tribe, or if you're a fan of kind of like up tempo reggae rock music with some rhythm and some some goddamn grit to it. <laughs> you're gonna like this. The album. It's called Kinda Live, Kinda Raw. The kinda song live, I'm about raw. to give you a little something from is Dorm Room Serenade. Oh, you've serenaded a few dorm rooms, haven't you? <laughs> I feel like that's a girl describing a first date with me. Kinda live, kinda raw. It's lit. When the sunny side's up, you got to get the hell out. If it wasn't for the sock, we'd be screwed by now. Love is the price you pay when you play the dorm room serenade. BTF or no? <laughs> Dude, the Weisman tribe. Man, that um that that is a very uh dope song. I'm a little too old to be listening personally to a song about serenading somebody in a dorm room, but it brings me back to my glory days. Be a little weird if you found me in a dorm room now at this stage in my life as a young professional. I'd I'd have to ask you some questions. Yeah. <laughs> But people would probably think you're a parent. <laughs> oh, I am a parent, dude. I'm a oh. parent. I'm your. I'm a parent to this podcast. I'm a. I'm your legal guardian right now. This moment, okay. Um, no, but you know what, dude? That's the power of music. Is that you, if you have a good song, like it, you know, you don't have to be a a fucking young twenty year old kid getting after it in a dorm room, slamming shots of fireball and drinking Patron and, and Red Bull and blacking out and, you know, making real questionable decisions and, you know, getting chased around by RAs and, you know, getting into fights at the gas station that's open 24 hours. You don't have to be that to appreciate a song that brings you back to that moment, to that point 
in time in your life. And that's what it did for me, man. So shouts out the Weisman tribe. Those guys are very talented and they have a really awesome podcast too, which you have to check out. I listened to the episode with joint operation and I was like, damn, man, we got to step our game up, man. Those guys are, are, uh, are very, they have a lot of energy. They're, they're, uh, they're just dope, man. And I love the fact that they have a podcast. Anyone in our world that, uh, you know, puts content out via podcast, dude, I'm in. So, um, check them out and, uh, we'll plug their podcast too. Uh, when we talk about this, uh, this video in our description on IG. So, Evan, what do we have next? One more that I'm very excited about. This One was n- more. This was not a live video. Yep. But well, not a live video. It was acoustic. It's it's acoustic. It's a live recording from Sugar Shack Sessions. And you know what, dude? So we're we're putting this out on Thursday. Tomorrow, some new music comes out, which we'll be talking about hopefully Sunday and then releasing the episode sometime Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, so in terms of the music that came out over the past week and a half, we don't have a lot, man. With New Year's and Christmas, like there just wasn't a lot of new music. But fortunately, Of Good Nature dropped this EP um, in conjunction with Evan. Sugar Shack Sessions. Sugar Shack sessions. I, I always have trouble saying those two words. Yeah, you have trouble saying a lot of, of things, dude. It's true. I'm I'm not good with words. I don't know why I do a podcast. Listen, sometimes the words don't come out no good, and that's okay, dude. Um, Thanks, man. You know what? It's not like you know you're doing something that requires you to speak intelligently and eloquently and actually pronunciate, Evan. You Pro- know, we're just doing a fucking podcast. You pronunciate know, pronunciate isn't even a word. So fucking. Suck out that Dude, you one. didn't even know enormity was a word last week. <laughs> okay. Well, let's let's let's, let's give the people let's something. Cut the let's, yeah, let's get out of let's here. Let's play let's, some. Let's play some music of good nature. They killed it, dude. Sugar Shack too. Woo. What's going on, guys? Our name is Of Good Nature. You're chilling with us live at the Sugar Shack. sounded delightful that just sounded so smooth dude like creamy peanut butter just smooth i don't know man dude that that ep got me through the holidays man and and check it out definitely again sugar shack is doing their damn thing uh you know (laughs) they're Sugar Shack, it's so cool to have seen them, to see them continue to grow and develop and to carve out their niche and what they do. 
you know, I know at one point, I don't know if it was last year or the year before, they were trying to get kind of like a live bar to do live performances, and they were doing some uh, crowdfunding or, or what is it called? Kicksource, dude? Crowdsource? Whatever the what is what is the thing? A Kickstarter? Kickstarter. Crowdfunding. You. you know, and and to see them now pivot into like dropping EPs with artists is so cool because that sound you heard it, man. That shit was crystal clear. You know, and um, of good nature, so talented, and and the live sessions, man, whew, dude. The the everything hits a little bit harder when you really can can just get that raw flavor. Evan, John, tell me, I'll tell you, what do you think? You know, I think that when you have a, an acoustic version of a great song and a lot of great musicians, it, it does allow you to get a little bit more in terms of the vibe. Sometimes you did feel say, a little something. Did more. I say live or acoustic? Cause I think I said live. It's but... both live and acoustic. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. So you're, you're, you're good. You're goddamn right. I'm good. You're great. man. Was there ever a question it? about it? No, I would I never. <laughs> Um, but yeah, man, great song, great people, great music, great recording. Not so. one reason not to throw it on and just enjoy yourself. Did you remember when we saw them live at Wachusett's Brewing Company? Yeah, it was just a few months ago, right? I think it was. It must have been a few months. I do. I don't even remember. I've lost track of all space and time. All I know is we got. I got obliterated. Um, you know, and, and we had a wonderful, uh, wonderful time, dude. Uh, stick figure. Fortunate youth of good nature crushed it. That was a great day, man. It was a great I day. I think it was to celebrate the stick figure beer too with the with the dog Coco, a coconut infused beer. And let's just say I had quite a few of those. And we talked to some people and we spread the good word of Reggae 360. And um, you know, might still be waiting for some people to accept my LinkedIn invite, but that's all right, dude. Shout out to the Ward sisters, a couple couple people we met at that show who started listening to the podcast. Oh yeah, dude. I remember that. It's all yeah. coming back to me now. All I know is we were taken there in a school bus and we were returned in a school bus. Yeah, that was weird. But it worked out and it was great and it was fun. And people I, were throwing I axes. thought you weren't allowed in those or really anywhere near them anymore. <laughs> you son of a bitch, Evan. Um No, I I, uh, I was acquitted. So um, what else? What else we got in line here? We got we got the new music. What else do we have to talk about? So really, that's it, man. That's everything that came out. I think more, you know, with this episode. I think just where we're at, you know, having just ended 2019 at the fucking front gates of 2020. I'm just kind of curious, man, Ev. What what your thoughts are on this upcoming year in terms of music? You know, maybe specifically. Who do you think right now that you like that's out there that you see potentially taking a jump next year, meaning, you know, kind of leveling up, getting more exposure, growing? Who do you think is kind of set up to make 2020 their year? Okay. Because I got some ideas. I'm going to think out loud. One name comes to mind right away. You keep asking me about him. It's Bunktown Falls, of BTF. Yes. Um, man, those guys are just killing it. I see them as like really hardworking people who make good music. Yes. Um, excited to see them. Hey, maybe put out music next year. I don't, I don't really know. I don't, I don't know if those guys have cooking in the oven right now, but uh, hopefully they're playing shows. They're putting stuff out, and they, they take a jump. That's someone who I see. Another group that I think 
is on the rise continuously as Roots of a Rebellion. We also listened to a little something from them today. Yes, sir. Um, Man, those guys, I had the opportunity to meet them when they were in New Hampshire. Um, Great dudes, super, super positive, hard workers. Man, they're constantly putting out different content, working with different artists, um, always touring, working real hard. Respect the heck out of those guys. Um, JB, who do you think is taking a jump in this? I'm sorry. Next Did you year. say you respect the heck out of those guys? C- correct. Did you not like that phrase? No. Say it again, but just this time, change the word heck. Uh, I respect the H-E double hockey sticks out of those guys. <laughs> All right. Fair enough, dude. Um, you're right, dude. Roots of a Rebellion. I mean, 2019 was kind of their year. So I think what you're saying is you just expect them to kind of be on the same growth. Or maybe 2020 is they're going to you know reap the fruits of all the labor of 2019 and putting out that amazing album that is in why did we not even talk about the album of the year contest yet roots of rebellion they are in the reggae 360 album of the year contest voting starts very soon get to reggae 360 facebook or instagram to see who's in it and to vote for your favorites help us make this a successful contest and win some really cool shit uh while you're at it maybe we'll talk a little bit more about it next episode too um, but you're right. Roots of Rebellion, Bucktown Falls. Those are two bands that are definitely uh, primed to take a jump. Um, I'm also, dude, I, like, I can't not say the four bands that right now are working with Reggae 360 in a management capacity. Arctic Empire. I know they have some amazing things lined up. They got a really cool tour with Treehouse um, ready to uh, kick off. They've got music, new music in the works. I mean, they're working with... Um, Howie Spangler for production. Uh, they've got Brandon Hardesty on some music. I mean, they're really doing some big things. And Reggae 360 is so on board with Audic Empire and their growth and what they can do. And Dubious, I mean, you heard it in the Frequency video. Um, their music uh, will, will transcend you to a higher place. All you have to do is press play because in Dubious, um, they've got an amazing story. They're they're a, a group of just stand up individuals and, and the type of people that this world needs. And, and they, you know, they preach, uh, you know, the, the, the good word, you know, the things that we need more of in this world. And I encourage you to check out and dubious and, and listen to that album belief also in the regular 360 album of the year con- contest. Um, and, and my, uh, you know, black, dark horse favorite, um, Johnny Wayne, Johnny Wayne, um, of Johnny Wayne, John Wayne and the pain, uh, you know, and, and, uh, he just, he actually just premiered a video on, um, top shelf music. Uh, check that out. Project 432. They're crushing it. Those guys are so talented. Um, and, and, and they're, they're in, uh, you know, a, a unique geographical area representing Colorado. We need more reggae rock in Colorado and project 432 is out there doing their damn thing. So I had to name those four artists because I see big things for all of them in 2020 outside of the reggae 360 family. A couple of people I wanted to mention P funk North. They dropped an album this year. They played some massive shows. They just did their Instagram where they showed everything that they did in 2019. And those guys have been getting after it. They've been making connections with the right people. Okay, and their music is is just awesome. They're, you know, they're uh, they're, they're really they added a member to the band. Um, they're they're just doing their damn thing. I love P Funk North, and they have such a such a fun loving vibe. Saltwater Slide down there in Texas, dude. Texas, shouts out Texas, dude. 
That was your phone dropping, Evan. You, you didn't have to snitch me out like that. Did I snitched on you? People think I'm an idiot now. Well, well, you're not, Evan. You're you're a smart dude. So, uh, Saltwater Slide, our boys from Texas, they dropped some music this year. I would be shocked if I don't hear like an album in 2020, and I'm stoked for that. They're super talented, good people. Sensi Trails out there in California. They're kind of like the the new cool kids on the block out there in Cali, man. They're up and coming. Um, Over the Bridge, dude, a band from Massachusetts. Shouts out bands from Massachusetts. Stick Figure. The Movement. Okay. Joe Sambo. Not really from Massachusetts, but New England. We'll take it. Yeah. But Over the Bridge, man, those guys um, are just, they're, they're so fun to watch perform, and and I know they've been, you know, in the kitchen with uh, Joe Sambo doing some things. So I can't wait to see what Over the Bridge has to offer the vibes. And we played their music. They have a podcast. Super talented. They're in that Maryland scene, so you know they're synced up with Ballyhoo and Bumpin' Uglies and Joey Harcum and Joint Operation and Maryland reggae is booming. So look out for the Vibesman tribe. Also, Kyle Smith, dude. Kyle Smith is the man. He is all over Instagram pushing his art and he uh he's he's been teasing us some new music and man the people are ready, dude. They are ready and waiting and just they want some new Kyle Smith and Evan if 2020 ends and I don't have some new Kyle Smith music, I might just I might just give up. Give up this podcast. Give up. We'll shut Reggae 360 down. Uh, well, we got to talk to Mark about that, obviously. But you know, we'll we'll uh, you know we'll pivot. We'll pivot into like a like an acid jazz focused podcast. We'll okay. only talk about jazz music if Kyle Smith doesn't drop some new music in 2020. Deal. Okay. Who else, man? Mention Joint Operation. I think they're primed uh, to to do big things. The last single that Joint Operation came out with was. I think, in my personal opinion, their cleanest work to date. And um, they're only getting better and better. They're only getting more professional, more like in their flow state. And I encourage you to go listen to the podcast by the Vibesman Pod Hang. Oh, did I say that right? Is it Pod Hangs? Pod, pod Hangs? I think so. Oh, fuck, dude. We're going we're gonna to look that up. We're going to shout them out. We're bad people. Uh, we're bad people. Um, but Joint Operation did an episode with them, and it was pretty fucking cool to hear those guys' uh, personalities. So definitely check that out. Um, Third Coast Roots, again, shouts out Texas, doing their damn thing. Dread Kennedy, okay? He's a cool-ass mother... <laughs> He's a cool-ass mother... Okay? Dread Kennedy... Um, he fucks with, uh, Josh Heinrichs and, and Skillin' John, um, you know, he's, uh, he's primed to put out some music, follow him on Instagram. He's a funny dude to follow. He's a, a talented individual and he brings a vibe that's much needed and I can't wait to see some new music. Yeah, man. And, and Bubba Love, dude, Bubba, dude, I could, I could go on for the next 45 minutes just listing all the artists that I like. I don't know, Evan, did I miss anyone? Man, I wasn't even listening to you. You just went off. I, I just I've just been zoning out, petting petting your parents' dog. You what? Know? Yeah, dude. This is the this is the part in the episode where we say, Evan, are all of the mics recording? Look, man, it's not my fault you brought a dog into the studio today. Okay, 
Dude, he's chilling, dude. He's cool. Dude, fucking, he's, uh, Mackie, what do you got to say? Hey, little, little punk ass. You don't, you don't even want to look at you. No, nah, dude, he's, he's, he's lamping right now, dude. He's lamping. Uh, um, but anyway, so that's why I think it's going to make a big jump. In terms of albums that I'm looking forward to, these are people that maybe didn't drop in 2019 but could drop in 2020. I'll jump through with the late ones. The Elevators, Bumpin' Uglies, Article Sound System, Mike Pinto, Zach Deputy, Vanalia, Sun-Dried Vibes, Leilani Wolfgram. You can add all of them to the list of people that I think are going to blossom, absolutely blow up even more so in 2020. But those are just some people that I didn't see an album from in 2019, and I want to see an album in 2020. Because if not, Reggae 360 is pivoting to acid jazz music, and that's just the fucking goddamn deal. So it is. Yeah. What else we got, dude? Um, oh, let's do a little segment called "Catch Evan Off Guard." Oh no! <laughs> if you if you recall, we did this last week. We gave you a little rapid fire. These are just some questions to kind of get to know you as a person, let the people know you a little bit more. You know, it's nothing crazy, dude. You know, while we're re-recording this portion of the episode, I, I got to say the, the first two times we did this, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't give me one of these. So I, yeah. I'm caught off guard again. Oh, okay. Well, mission accomplished. First question: What is your favorite position? <laughs> um. Uh, I like playing the C major chord on the acoustic guitar. Okay. Feels, right. It's a good position. I was actually talking about baseball. Oh. Um, but, but yeah. All right. Um, how many partners have you had? Uh, you're the only person I've ever done a podcast with. Okay. <laughs> all right. Um, <laughs> that's actually exactly what I was asking you. Uh, okay. What is something taboo that you're into? Um. Taboo that I'm into. I like to put stickers places that there aren't supposed to be stickers. There's a lot of places that are not supposed to be stickers. Exactly. What's a place that there's supposed to be a sticker? (laughs) Um, (laughs) Wait, hold on. Did you say stickers or Snickers? Stickers. Because that changes. Okay. Yeah, stickers. All right. Because if you like to put stickers places where they're not supposed to be, that's 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 a whole other ball game. Uh, All right, and the last question, which I asked you once already, but I just really didn't feel satisfactory with your answer, so I want you to uh, answer again. Uh, why are you the way you are? <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I, I got to say, John, it, it's really uh, just the positive influence in my life started very young. Uh, it started when I was born. I was born at a very young age, and... Uh, just, just sort of continued onwards with it, you know. You were born at a young age. Yeah, I just, I just sort of live in the moment, dog. Are you t- don't be talking to my fucking dog, dude. Mackie, what's up, buddy? How you doing? You good? You need to go outside. Let me finish this podcast, but I'll take you outside. All right. Um, speaking of positive influence in your life, Evan, let's uh, let's give the people a positive thought for 2020. I mean. Here's the thing. If anyone has made it this far and they're listening to our voice right now, that means they fuck with us, dude. And let's give them something back, something that they could take with them. They might be listening to us in the car. They might be listening to us at the gym. They might be listening to us while they're at Whole Foods, you know, picking out uh, organic cauliflower so they can make some cauliflower rice so they can get in ketosis. You know, whatever they may be doing, dude. 
They're listening to us right now. Let's give them something to take with them, to put in their back pocket, to pull out when they need it. Boom. Positive thought of the week. Evan, what you got? Positive thought of the week. Um, No matter how hungover you are, there's always water in most places in America. If that's where you're listening to this, that's a thing to be thankful for. I mean, there's a lot of water everywhere. I mean, and imagine being somewhere where you didn't have access to clean water and you were hungover. That'd be, that'd be rough stuff. So just, uh, I appreciate, I appreciate living in a place where I have access to that when I feel like death. Well, I would like to take this opportunity to formally apologize to all of our Pregate 360 Flint, Michigan listeners. Um, Evan, thank you for just rubbing the fact that you have clean water in their face. Uh, let me ask you this. What would you drink if you didn't have clean water and you were hungover? Wow. Flint, Michigan joke really just really just hit blow the belt there, John. Um, no, if I didn't have joke. water, though, actually at my New Year's Eve party, there was a guy walking around uh, with blue Gatorade and a Windex bottle that he was drinking all night. Uh, so probably that. Nice, dude. Yeah. Um, and clean water is no joking matter, obviously. That's um, pretty cool. Yeah. But uh, anyways, awesome, man. Well, great. Well, you're helping people with their hangover, and I appreciate you for that. And hopefully uh, the United States government gets their shit together and makes sure Flint, Michigan is taken care of. And anywhere else in the world that doesn't have clean water, hopefully people are doing something for that. Um, yes. So <laughs> thanks for bringing it there, Evan, you fucking cock, dude. Thank you. Um, so... So my positive thought of the week is, um, is is just man, really, you know, just meditate and think about the word appreciation and and and, and gratitude. Those are two words that I think um, you know don't get used enough. And I think anytime you're feeling down, anytime you're feeling, you know, anything that's that's taking you off of your 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 uh, centered kind of like um, you know balanced state. Just remember to be very grateful for anything in your life. If everything in your life is going wrong, if you're grateful for the opportunity to be alive and awake and relatively healthy and actually be able to do something about these things, even if the solution is so fucking far away, the fact that you even have the opportunity to change some of these things is an absolute freaking miracle and and i think that if you really just always bring your mind back to a place of gratitude whether it's you know a person in your life that's frustrating you or you know problems in your relationship or problems in your job if you just kind of like tame your ego and bring yourself back to the point of being like even grateful that anything's in your life and just being very appreciative i think you can't go wrong at any time i get i let my ego kind of get out of control i just bring myself back to a place of gratitude and Bada bing, bada boom. I'm good. So, appreciation and gratitude. Take that. Boom. Boom. So, yeah, man. Well, let's wrap this up. We kept people on too long and probably made some stupid jokes. And, you know, hopefully people um, will come back and listen to us next week because even if we are not funny or interesting or engaging, Howie Spangler certainly was. Don't worry, this is only an hour and 40 minute episode. So ah. if, if anyone even made it to this point, um, the amount of respect I have for them <laughs> to be willing to deal with us is just enormous. The enormity of it. The enormity of it. So, so yeah, let's wrap this up. Next week, we'll come back with a banger of an interview just like this week. And love you people. Thank you so much. Follow us on IG. 
Like I said, talk to us. We'll talk back. Much love and respect. Booyakasha.